Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Okay, we are in Perikir Tes, Shir Tes Vav. Last time we began to describe the four, the three parts of Ava, Dveikus, Simcha, and Kina, and began the discussion of the Indian of Dveikus to understand Ava Hashem through Dveikus Hashem and understand how a chassid has to act um, to come to levels of Avas Hashem to Dveikas. And now he continues, of Gemara Omer Zephayim Lebracha, Chazal tell us, Omer Olabar Rabbi ben Pedas, they said over Rabbi Loza ben Pedas, Shayyayshe ba'isek b'tari b'shuk ha'tachtan shal Sipairi, he would sit in the lower level of the shuk in Sipairi and would learn, v'sadinai mutal b'shuk ha'elion shal Sipairi, but he left his coat in the upper level of the shuk. So the shuk was like a two-level shuk, and he had been in the upper level, and he left his coat, he forgot about it, and he was so orangutan, so busy with his learning, that he forgot exactly where he left his coat before. And uh, this is a, a common story that we find among great Tamidi Chachamim, how they get so involved and over-involved in their learning that they uh, sometimes uh, forget where they are or who they're talking to or what, what's going on around them. Um, and one Misa like this, they say about Rabdobit Navardikar, who wrote the Galia Mesechtas, and he's a, um, was a, a tremendous Talmud Chacham, and he used to come home very late at night, and uh, you know his wife would wait up for him, the Rebetzin would wake up and have to make him supper. So this bothered him, and he said one time to the Rebetzin, he said, you know what, why don't you just leave the food on a low flame on the stove, and uh, I'll come and I'll take it. This way you can go to sleep. You don't have to wait for me. And that's what they did. So he used to have every day he would come home at night and he would have next uh, a plate and a spoon and his uh, his food in that pot on the low flame. And uh, that's how he would have supper every night. One time, the Rebetzin, um, in addition to preparing the supper in that low flame, uh, was also preparing a pot of detergent to use for uh, for laundering, for cleaning. And she left that big pot on the stovetop as well. And uh, that day, he apparently, the David Vardika was very in Rangaton in a very uh, difficult Rambam. And he was working through the sugya, very, very difficult. And uh, um, he came home very, very late. Um, and he was just, his head was completely involved in what he was learning. Um, but he sat down to eat. So he just took his uh, little bread and and uh, took from the uh, from the pot of the detergent rather than his own pot naturally. And uh, in the morning when the Rebetzin woke up and she saw that the pot of food was full and the pot of the detergent was not uh, not much left in it, she right away realized what happened and she went over and said, uh, so tell me, how did you like the food last night? To which he responded, I, I didn't really think much about it. I didn't think it was uh, good or bad. I just, uh, you know, whatever. I just, uh, I didn't really pay much attention to how it tasted. <laughs> and uh, he had no idea that he had uh, he had taken from the wrong pot, which is, again, a common story that we find with many, many G'dayli Torah, that they can be so focused and so uh, busy into the sugi they're learning that they don't necessarily always see, um, you know, things that are going on around them. So this is one example of Dveikus. Um So uh, uh, he continues. Um, um, so he says, "Vehine tachlus hamida hazois liyoy sa'odam is dabek 
Kach el boire b'chol eis b'chol This purpose of this midah, the, the, the essence of this midah, is to be close and connected to Hashem every moment. Omnam lefachos b'shas avoda, but sure and surely, at the time when you're doing avoda Hashem, when you're davening, that's a time when there's no excuse for not having tveikas. Im ayiv hu es boire. If a person really loves Hakadosh Baruch Hu, vaday sheyilu tveikas hazeh, he's going to have this feeling that when he's davening, he's going to at least in that moment, he's going to feel that closeness and shut out the world around him. Yushalmi Yomru, they tell a story in Yushalmi, Rav Chanina ben Daisa, Rav Chanina ben Daisa, the famous Rav Chanina ben Daisa, Shayamid Espalel, he was davening, and there was a certain kind of a snake that came and, and bit him. He didn't stop, he didn't notice the snake. The Talmidim said, Rebbe, you didn't feel it at all? You, you know, bit my snake, you didn't feel it? I'm telling you the truth, he responded, because I was Kavona, I was thinking about the davening that I was doing, I did not feel it at all, I didn't feel at all um, uh, what was going on. And, and that's also a level of Kavona. And there's a very famous story that Rav Pesach Kron tells about his brother, Rav Kalman Kron, who was Mishamash de Manchester, a Shishiva, as it's all. And um, uh, uh, he uh, was very close to him, and for some reason he had this einfall that he was going to write his name into the sitter of, of the Manchester Sheshiva by where it says, so that when he says the, the brach of he'll be mispalled for him as well. He'll put his, so he wrote his name in the margin right next to the uh, next atachayinim. And then he felt, uh, later on, he felt very big harot, he felt very bad that he did this, that I could write my name into the Rosh Hashiva Siddur, um, and he, he felt terribly bad about it, and he went over to the Rosh Hashiva and sort of fessed up. He said, I, I want to apologize, look what I did. And the Rosh Hashiva said, um, with all due respect, I, when I'm davening, I focus only on the words I'm saying. I don't know what's going on in the in the margin. I, I never noticed. I never noticed that there was anything written there in the margin because my focus is so so strong, right? Only on the words that I'm saying, which is that, that's a level of dvekas. That's a level of dvekas. How we have to start to think about focusing in tefillah. And he continues, Many times the Torah speaks about the end of dvekas that we should try to become close to Hashem. The Pasuk says, These are some psukim in the Torah. David Omar and Tilim, we say, Also, Dveikas, you have to, this, this Lashon of Dveikas comes many times. It's all really one issue. That I want to be so close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu that I can't move away, I can't separate from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And uh, the Medrash says in Brish Sraba, Omer of Shimon ben Lakish, Bishloisha Lashayna Shalchiba, Chibe Vakadosh Baruch Hu as Yisrael. There are three Lashaynas of Chiba that Hakadosh Baruch Hu uses for Klai Yisrael. And we have to learn that these are the Lashaynas that we have to have to, there are different levels of Dvekas. One is Dveka. Chashika and Chafitza. In other words, the lotion of being Dovuk, Cheshek, and Chafetz. And Veheim Mamish Anpeyahavaikaris. This is really uh, what we're talking about. Behainu Hachukashisacharti. This is what we're talking about, this this longing wanting to come close to Karish Baruch. Each one of these is a different level, which is a whole explanation of itself.
What's interesting is where do we learn this from? Where do we learn these three levels from? And interestingly enough, we learn them from the story of Dina in the Chumash. <coughs> because the Pasuk says, these three Lashainas, <coughs> that we see that when that when Shechem um, wanted Dina, <coughs> so the, the one Pasuk says, Vatidvak Navshay Bedina, he had Dvekas, he wanted to be close to her. And then they said, Chamar said, Choshka Navshay Bevitchem, that's Cheshek. And then the last is, that they ordered the Brismila because they liked uh, Shechem and he was Chopetz uh, Bavas Yaakov, he wanted her. So the Abis Kasha is, you know, such gehoibana things, we have to learn them from a, from a Russia. Why don't we, there are no tzaddikim in the Torah and in, 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 the, in Tanakh that we could learn these, these things, Dvekus, Chashika, and Chapitza. Why do we have to go to, to learn these levels from a Russia and from Rishas? And uh, Rabbi Matzio Solomon, uh, um, he writes that, um, in fact, he heard that that is it's a very, very appropriate. Because the fact of the matter is that somebody come to them and said, you know, I have a suggestion to you. Let's all do a brismila. So no, they would have never done it. They would have never done a brismila. But because you come with Dveikus and Cheshek and, uh, and, uh, and Chefetz, uh, you know, you do things that you normally wouldn't do because out of love, you do you do things you never would. That's the message to learn. Even from a Russia, you learn that message. But you do things you normally wouldn't do. So he concludes and he says, And this is this is the Inyan of the Bekas. And then we're going to just introduce the next piece. That simcha is another area of the vekas, and next time we'll go into the details of being uh, of, of doing avas Hashem through the inyan of simcha. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.